Hello and welcome to another episode of Pampering Myself Podcast. Hello, 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 podcast listeners. To my returning listeners, I appreciate you as always. And for my first timers, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope something is said that resonates with you and that you'll lock us in by subscribing to this channel. Please note, new episodes are broadcast every fourth Saturday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Welcome to episode three of the Empowerment Zone series. In this episode, we'll focus on boundaries. I hope you've all had a wonderful Thanksgiving, as I did. And now that we are in the midst of the holiday season, more so than ever, Boundaries are important. Well, establishing boundaries during the holiday season is all about maintaining a healthy balance, prioritizing your well-being, and ensuring that the season is enjoyable rather than overwhelming, because we know it can be. It's a way of navigating the festivities in a manner that aligns with your individual needs and values. However, establishing these boundaries is just as important in our everyday lives. So as we continue our journey of self-discovery and empowerment, no doubt we need to set some boundaries. And with that said, in this episode, we'll define boundaries, take a look at why it's important to set boundaries, learn how to set those boundaries, and understand the psychology behind why we allow others to cross our boundaries. Now, before we get started, as usual, here is my disclaimer. I am not a healthcare professional, nor am I giving healthcare advice. This information is educational only. I am, however, a certified master self-care coach where my focus is to help you create a sustainable and transformational physical, emotional, and spiritual self-care habits. And with that said, let's get into it. In last month's episode, we talked about people pleasers, someone who habitually seeks to gain the approval, validation, and or acceptance of others by going out of their way to satisfy the needs of others and at times at the expense of their own needs. Now, to a degree, we're all people pleasers, right? However, it's when we continuously forego our own needs and desires that it becomes a problem. The research shows that 56% of women are more likely to describe themselves as people pleasers. Although 70% say they go to great lengths to avoid conflict. Translation, they are people pleasers. So we shouldn't be surprised that more women than men die from heart disease. And we shouldn't be surprised that the number one cause of heart disease is stress. Yes, which might be a part of why we are in the top ranking 
of heart disease because our nurturing is people-pleasing. But ladies, we have to do better. Our health is at risk. Self-care is more than getting our hair and nails done, hanging out with our friends, shopping, or even having a spa day. Now, don't get me wrong. All of these things help us relax. I engaged in them as well. However, I'm sure you can testify that they are temporary. So maybe an hour or two, we get a chance to exhale and rejuvenate. But as quick as you can blink an eye, we find ourselves right back in the thick of things. Here's a good example. Three years ago, I went on a seven-day cruise, a much-needed vacation. Uh, Seven days, if you can imagine, of being pampered, no cooking, no cleaning, sleeping in, lounging, being entertained, sailing the high seas, and not having a care in the world. It was the perfect vacation. But the minute, yes, the minute, I returned to my nine to five, it all went downhill. Why? Work was just waiting for me to return. The vacation was over. While I was more stressed trying to catch up than I was before I left. Has that happened to you before? Now, I realized I had to change before my next vacation. Did I change? Did I need to change the time I went on vacation? Did I need to change how long I took off? In the end, was it all worth it? These were questions I was asking myself because I didn't want to end up in the same rut again. I was forced to do something different because every time I went on vacation, I was faced with all those emails. You know what I'm talking about, all the voicemails, messages that were left, the urgent requests that really aren't urgent. And the worst part, folks expected me to handle their requests the very day I returned. So last year, when I went on vacation, which was another seven-day cruise, I tried to be a little bit more proactive, well, as much as possible for, for as much as I can do. But it's really only so much you can do in advance because things happen when you're gone. And being gone eight days total plus a weekend, it was a lot. However, I was better prepared that time for it mentally, meaning I had a change in mindset. Because in reality, there are going to be things that need to be handled immediately. That's a reality. But on the other hand, there are things that can wait. So my out-of-office message and my voicemail, in a very nice and professional manner, set the tone for how I was going to handle requests upon my return. In other words, I set boundaries. And it worked. (laughs) Boundaries are defined as those limits or guidelines that you, nobody else, 
that you establish to be acceptable or unacceptable. And in our personal or professional space, they can be physical, emotional, or psychological. And what they do is establish a framework for a healthy and respectful, respectful interaction between you and others. Now, now the two key words there is healthy and respectful. So there are some critical reasons why we have to set boundaries. They protect our mental and emotional health by preventing burnout, stress, emotional exhaustion, allowing us time and energy to practice self-care and to do those things that bring us joy and fulfillment. Now, when you have the opportunity to do what brings you joy, life is so much better. And I'm sure you can agree. The next critical thing is it fosters self-awareness. Now, the process requires you to reflect on your values, needs, and limits, which leads to a greater awareness and self-discovery. When we're trying to please others and overextending ourselves for others, we lose sight of our own goals and dreams. And I'm sure you can testify to that. I got stuck in that circle by taking on officer roles in organizations that I was involved in. And depending on which organization, it was a one to two year commitment. So working a full-time job, family, and holding officer roles didn't allow me time to pursue my own dreams. So year after year after year, my personal goals were put on hold. And it wasn't until I made the decision to set boundaries that I got to the point of fostering self-awareness. I had to resign from one of those organizations because I could no longer support the membership. And sometimes that's the tough decision you have to make in order to free yourself. Boundaries can improve relationships, leading to a healthier, more respectful relationship. When others know what to expect, it can reduce conflict, misunderstandings, and even resentment. Now, in this one club I was in, I was responsible for designing flyers. And it was always a rush job. Hey, I need the flyer like yesterday. Uh, can you get it to me like um, the next hour or two, or at least by tomorrow? Don't get me wrong. I was capable of producing a flyer in a spur of the moment, but I became resentful because I felt my time was disrespected. Once I let it be known what my boundaries were, I no longer had to deal with last-minute requests. My suggestion was that they find someone else who had the skill set so I wouldn't be the only person. And they did. However, I'm still asked from time to time, but they know my boundaries, and I'm sticking to them. And guess what? It's not a problem, because now we have an understanding. 
It can also prevent exploitation and manipulation. By having clear boundaries, you can reduce the likelihood of others taking advantage of you or using manipulation tactics to push you beyond your limits. Like in the example I shared. Now, people will use you, intentional or unintentional, to you the feeling of being exploited or manipulated can create stress and anxiety, and it really doesn't matter whether it was intentional or unintentional. Asking me to create that flyer ASAP, they might as well have said to me, drop what you're doing and do this now because it's important. Now, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but you get the point. That's how I felt sometimes. It also preserves your energy and time. Boundaries allow you to prioritize and commitments that align with your goals and values, ensuring that you don't waste time and energy on things that don't serve you. Confirmation. Since setting those boundaries, I've been able to focus on what I need to do, what I want to do, and what I have allowed myself to not do for the past seven or eight years. So for sake of time, that's just a short list, but you can see why setting boundaries are so important. You can set boundaries in any area of your life. All you have to do is decide to do so. Now, it's not going to be easy. First of all, you might offend someone. Well, let's keep it real. You will offend someone because they have benefited from your generosity. For how long? to say it was intentional because we teach people how to treat us and we'll have to retrain them when we set those boundaries. So here are just a few suggestions on how to set those boundaries. Number one, start by understanding your own needs. What makes you comfortable? What makes you stressed? I recall a co-worker and I used to sit in the um, break room in this area and it was mixed company and the guys were getting a little too obnoxious for us, making us feel uncomfortable. And although their derogatory comments and the conversations that they were having weren't aimed at us, we felt a little disrespected some kind of way, you know? So when they asked why we stopped hanging out there, we told them. They apologized and promised to be more respectful. So you want to identify those specific areas where you need to set boundaries. Personal space, time commitments, emotional availability, even communication. And there's other areas. Whichever area in your life that makes you uncomfortable or stressful, only you can control it by setting boundaries. Be consistent. Over time, others will understand your expectations. I like to say, 
expect the unexpected. Now, some folks will feel some kind of way, but it's up to you how much explaining you want to provide or not. But just know you will rock the boat. Practice saying no without feeling guilty. Before I was able to say no, I would say, hmm, let me think about it. How about I get back with you? This would allow me time to think, because in the past, I would just say, sure, yes, without even knowing the consequences of what I was saying yes to. If they needed an answer right away, I would just immediately say yes. And that often got me in trouble. I think I, um, on last month's episode, I explained there were some um, things there, of course, that made me say yes. And so I had to work through those. And then I gave myself time to come up with whatever I needed to come up with to determine whether it was feasible. Now, you may need to adjust as needed. There's been times after saying no that I had to change your heart. If my services were still needed, great. If not, no problem. Whatever decision you make, be prepared to stand by it. So this one is interesting. Why do we allow others to cross our boundaries? Well, the research shows we're influenced by various psychological factors. The desire for approval and acceptance. Believe it or not, many people have a natural inclination to seek approval and acceptance from others. The fear of rejection or social disapproval may lead individuals to compromise their boundaries to maintain positive relationships or avoid conflict. Individuals with low self-esteem might struggle to assert their needs and boundaries. They feel unworthy of having boundaries respected or fear that asserting themselves will lead to negative judgments guilt or a sense of obligation, particularly true in relationships where there is a perceived debt or duty to others. The fear of being isolated or abandoned can be a powerful motivator for allowing others to cross boundaries. Individuals may worry that asserting their needs will lead to rejection or loss of a relationship. And the number one reason, difficulty saying no. Some individuals find it challenging to just say no due to a fear or disappointing others or being seen as unhelpful. Not a team player. And those are just a few reasons. So in conclusion, setting boundaries is not only a right, but a critical aspect of maintaining your well-being fostering healthy relationships is an act of self-respect and self-care that allows you to define your limits, protect your emotional space, and navigate life. Remember that establishing boundaries is a powerful expression of your needs and values. Embrace the empowerment that comes with saying yes 
to what aligns with your true self and no to what doesn't. And by setting and respecting your boundaries, you pave the way for more fulfilling connections, greater personal growth, and a life that reflects your genuine desires. It's a journey worth taking, and you deserve the peace that comes with it. I'd like to leave you with this quote by Henry Clow. We change our behavior and the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing. Consequences gives us the pain that motivates us to change. What a beautiful, powerful quote that is. And until next time, peace.